The following podcast is intended for adult audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The Iron Realm, Chapter 75, Circle of Souls. In the morning hour, Tamek awakens to the sensation of a woman's fingers gliding through his curly hair. He is lying down with his head upon her lap, satisfied, so satisfied, and she is kneeling over him, smiling as she arouses him, moment by moment from sleep. Her name is Kia, and although he only met her the day before, Tamek feels as if he has known her all his life. He rolls onto his back at her touch, one knee in the air as he does so, grinning as large as it is possible, showing her how very pleased his body is to be in her presence. He throbs for her there, involuntarily, a heartbeat at a time, pulsing, desperate to be relieved in the warm and wonderful manner that had been given him last night. Though he had not given her his wish in words, Kia instinctively sensed his need, and she did not allow him to remain exposed and vulnerable for long. She cradled his head with her hand, while gracefully she reached out with the other. She took him and she held his heartbeat in her hand, which she found steady and strong. Tamek looked upon her face and she closed her eyes as if she was in prayer. She silently lowered herself towards him, allowing her blonde hair to hang down and her breasts going lower and then lower until at last her lips were upon him and he sighed. <sighs> Kia's mouth was warm which was a welcome miracle. Her maker had done exquisite work, and for Tamek, there was no doubt that this woman was alive. She began to bob on him, sensually and slow, taking him into her, giving her kiss to him, deeply, longingly, Lovingly. Tamek's head slid down to the floor by now, for Kia had leaned onto all fours. I love you, he thought. I love you. I love you. I love you. He hoisted his hips to her as she continued her motion, and he found himself looking up at her. 
as he lay between her knees. And there she was, her smooth, perfect body, the soft, welcoming lines of her hips, and her stomach, and her breasts. And just above him was her sanctuary, so subtle, a simple crease, and she was moist now, sacred, lovely. He reached up and grasped her waist, for he needed her now to hold her close, to enter into her, to kiss her as deeply as he could. Though he realized the presence of the others in the room at the pool, Temek was barely aware anymore of anything else but her. It was as if he and Kia were in their own universe now, he inside of her, she inside of him, and even while he sensed that the others were similarly engaged outside or else looking in on him and Kia, Temek had no desire to acknowledge them, for deep within, at his very core, there was something rising urgently, rising fast. This would be the moment that would always connect them here at the edge of the water, and soon he would give everything to her, for he was hers now, and he gave it to her willingly, hard and strong, holding nothing back, for this was the point of no return. without whom we could have never gotten so far. If you haven't had a chance yet to check out the treasures available at patreon.com slash the Iron Realm, then there's surely no better time than now. You'll always be able to get a pre-release there of the next episode ahead of anyone else on the planet. And when the next episode is complete, patrons get it first. Go see for yourself. All those treasures of the Onyx Vault are located there now. All those treasures, plus many more, released continuously for the greatest fans of the show. A new Iron Round book for the Mace Master is underway too, and the first hints of this can be found on the Patreon page as well. Not to mention, I've been dropping sample pages in progress into the collection of treasures that can be found there. 
just another way of saying thank you to all of those who have chosen to go above and beyond in the service of the Iron Realm. The Iron Realm, copyright A. Lenzo, can be found online at theironrealm.com and at theironrealm.blogspot.com. Iron Forge. Tonight we take a look at the secrets of the Skull Sword as I reveal all the details for you straight from the Iron Realm Campaign Essentials and Character Guide. Get the book from DriveThruRPG and possess all the other secrets for your own collection. But let us not delay longer. Now, the secrets of the Skull Sword. Also known as Skull Crusher's Secret. Class, Magic Sword, World of Origin, Hiramar, Former Wielder, The Skull Crusher, Composition, Iron, Length, 54 inches, Weight, 8 pounds, 2 ounces, Base damage, 1 to 8, Combat bonus, plus 1, or plus 3, versus Undead. Description. The Skull Sword is made of wrought iron, appearing very crude by its design. The blade has notches all along its edge, though it is not clear whether these have been placed there purposefully, or are rather a sign of wear. Up and down the blade is a script of thin, spindly letters. These are written in no commonly known tongue. There is also the symbol of a skull emblazoned upon the blade down towards the hilt. The skull often screams when the weapon is used. Horrifyingly, the mouth can sometimes be seen to open when the sound is issued. The skull sword is probably very old, though it remains strong and deadly. History. Upon the night plane of Hiramar, the skull sword first came to be. It was created by the slaves of the Dark Overlord, who called himself the Skull Crusher. The Skull Crusher ruled his world with impunity, enslaving all that opposed him and killing outright any who were too strong to enslave. His great nemesis was an arch-skeleton mage who intended to drain his life and take his throne. The Skull Crusher found secrets to the arch-skeleton's destruction in a vile tome of darkness. Though the tome was forbidden, warning of damnation for any who should part its covers, this did not dissuade the Skull Crusher, who was hungry for its secrets. 
with the tome he empowered, a crude blade which had been the skeleton mage's first weapon in life. The skull crusher smiled to himself, for he knew that this same blade could spell the arch skeleton mage's demise. Pretending to be the arch skeleton mage, the skull crusher sacrificed one thousand slaves to the sword and drained their spirits into it. The one thousand spirits cursed the arch skeleton mage with their dying breaths, which gave the skull sword power. The skull crusher rejoiced with evil and kept the sword on him at all times. At last, the arch-skeleton mage launched his attack, facing Skull Crusher in one-on-one -on -one combat. The Skull Sword was powerful, and the arch-skeleton mage found himself quickly losing the fight. But when he realized the source of Skull Crusher's power, he revealed to the 1,000 souls that it had been the Skull Crusher who had murdered them, and this caused the Skull Sword to turn on him and slay him through the heart. Skull Crusher cursed and cursed as he fell upon the bloodied earth, for this was the end of him. He was to be the Skull Sword's one thousand first victim properties the skull sword will scream in combat against any evil opponent it is a plus one plus one sword yet possesses greater power plus three plus three against undead and certain infernal creatures it is rumored that the Skull Sword can also take the souls of its victims, but it is not known whether this is truly so, or if it is just... a myth. So let me take a moment to tell you a little bit about how the Iron Realm strategy guides work. When playing role-playing games, it can be really convenient to have all of your materials in one place. All of your gaming notes, your character sheet, your map, character backstories, profiles, and just about everything else is best kept at your fingertips. Well, this is exactly what I've done for you with the Iron Realm Strategy Guide. Many RPG books use a waxed or glossy finish to their pages, but the Iron Realm Strategy Guide uses a standard page quality instead, something that will take pencil or pen easily and allow you to move through the game, putting your notes and numbers directly into the book chapter by chapter as you progress through the eternal maze with the tribe. All your pages are stapled together in one volume so you don't lose a thing. And of course, as you complete your write-ups, you are given all the secrets, hints, and strategies straight from your maze master, the play-by-play -play you need for each and every chapter of the game. So with your book open in front of you, on one side, the strategies, 
and on the other side, the space you need for your roleplay. You're given room for your relics, your transcendent disciplines, and more. Plus, every strategy guide gives you hints, too, on how to play the multiplayer version of the game with friends, should you so desire to do so. The first of these strategy guides details chapters 1 through 10, and you'll find it hard to believe just how inexpensive it is. On drivethroughrpg.com, log in with your adult settings enabled to see all the Iron Realm offerings. The Iron Realm Strategy Guide and Adventure Log has been faithfully compiled for your use. So enjoy every advantage that the Iron Realm has to offer while knowing that you are supporting the future of the show as well. Get yours in the soft cover format, which you can hold in your hand, or if you prefer, get the ebook edition ready for instant download to your device. Thanks again for supporting the Iron Realm, and I'll see you in the maze. I, Angela Tran, lend my voice and talents to the Iron Realm podcast. Angela Tran, I recognize you with honor for your contribution to the Iron Realm cause. Find Angela Tran at angelatrandoesvoice.com. I thank you again, Angela, for your compelling offering to the deep recesses of the Iron I, Olivia, come to you this night as the voice of Kia, and I do hereby lend my voice and talents to the Iron Realm podcast. Find me online at freesound.org under the username UV16DM. Thank you. Tribal Matters The night has passed, and the tribe of Solus is in room 22, the bathing chamber, 15, 13, 17, 16. It is the 28th day of Primaris, and the group has been refreshed with a full night's sleep under the loving attentions of Kia and Re, the Dungeon Wives. It is the morning now, 10 o'clock a.m., and the three rogues too, Kana, Paola, and Iona, have awakened refreshed. With all urgency and aggression gone from them, the triplets are led to the pool where they partake of a morning bath, whilst sumptuous foods are provided for the others 
by the dungeon wives. Where the food has precisely come from isn't clear, but Kia and Ri go through the motions of cooking it, which evokes a satisfying aroma, which is itself equally pleasing to the experience of the food itself. Temek has taken a strong liking to one of the dungeon wives, Kia, who he indeed spent much time with throughout the night. He does not go away from her side while they are there, and it is very clear that he has become quite enamored with her. You've taken me into your body now, says Temek. So that makes us married. You and your sister are a part of our tribe now, so you don't have to do this anymore. Stay locked in this small room. You can come with us, go on our adventures with us, and every night, lie down beside us. We're looking for a place called the Citadel, and when we find it, that's going to be our new home. We get to share life together, Kia. I'm so glad that we're a part of each other now, and I don't want it to ever, ever change. The girl smiled at Tamek as he spoke, nodding slowly as he professed his words of love. Nothing would please me better, she said to the halfling, than to go with you, and to be with your tribe. But I'm afraid that my sister and I can't go. We can't leave the confines of this room. It is part of our enchantment. We were made to stay here, watch over the pool, and serve any and all who may come to us. The enchantment is binding, Temek. We're not allowed to leave. Not ever. Well, how can the spell be broken? It can't be broken, said Kia. That is to say, if there is any way, it's not known to either of us. Don't worry, sweetheart. I'll find a way. I vow that I will. I'll find a way. And when I do, we'll come back for you. And we'll get you out. I promise. Dear brave halfling, she said to him, If what you say is possible, I look forward very much to that day. But until then, and if ever such a day should come, please know that I do love you, and will always love you, to the very bottom of my heart and to the depths, the very depths of my soul. As was told to them by the dungeon wives, the chamber stays sealed for the duration of their stay, and they are in no danger from nor are they harassed by any of the creatures of the maze. The needs of the group are provided for them throughout the day. Their water skins are replenished as is their food supply, for the dungeon wives continue to cook for them throughout the day, providing sumptuous lamb, potatoes, loaves of warm bread, fresh fruits and vegetables, juice and wine soups and desserts, and many other delights that the group is wholly unfamiliar with, and yet thoroughly delighted by. Iona, Paola, and Kana sating themselves on a plate of sugar cookies filled with jelly, 
have clearly forgotten any and all animosity from the day before. And throughout the preparation, and afterwards also, the mood is light as the dungeon wives sing. The group is so satisfied by the deep hospitality that they are shown, and this draws them closer to one another as well. And as the maps come out, with the group circled round them, the men and women huddle close to one another, not any longer because they are in need of warmth, but because they couldn't be more pleased with each other's touch. Again, the topic of Hyren is revisited, and the Yuname, along with Stockholm and Amazar, carefully review each area of the map that they have seen or known, trying to decide where he might be and where they can possibly search next. If you're trying to find your lord, says Re to Celeste, perhaps Grumark can help you. Who's Grumark? says Solas. The Grumark, says Re. Grumark of the West Wall. It is said that he can answer any question. He resides permanently at the Sapphire Chamber, but he will come alive only if he is addressed properly. Any question, says Tamek. Maybe he can tell us how to set you free, too. Anything is possible, says Ree. It is said that there is nothing that the Grumark does not know. How do we address him, says Stockholm. He must be addressed with great respect, says Kia. He must be called by his full name, the Grumark of the West Wall, and this must be spoken upon him in four different languages, for the Grumark respects intelligence, and he will only speak to someone that he regards as a peer. Amongst us, says Stockholm, I believe we can arrange that. The Sapphire Chamber, can you tell us where it is? Can you show us on our maps? We are not learned in such things, says Ree. We only know what we have heard, but I can tell you that it is on this level of the maze, and it is said that Grumark of the West Wall is close to its center. If you are mapping, and you would like to guess where the Grumark of the West Wall can be found, then do so note it on your map by placing a letter G in any unexplored square. The reward, if you are correct, is a free roll for a transcendent rank in any discipline that you currently possess. The answer shall be revealed on a future show. I have some ideas, says Stockholm, about where we can start looking. Is there anything else that we should know? If the Grumark agrees to speak with you, says Ree, he shall require a gift for his services. Gift? What kind of gift? It is only said that the gift shall be of the Grumark's own choosing. Thank you for what you've told us, said Solas. We'll start looking for the Grumark, and maybe if we're lucky, he can tell us what we need to know. We'll be back as soon as we can, beloved, says Tamek. You'll see. I'll be back. I love you so, so much. He receives a kiss in response, and at last, following the hour of dinner... The group resolves to leave the chamber at 7 p.m., at which point the wall comes down and the entryway is revealed again. 
all armor and belongings are restored, and the dungeon wives assist them with packing days of delicious rations and filling their skins again with water at the pool. The group now has enough for six days of each, every member being now fully sated on food, water, and rest. The spells the group possessed the prior day have not changed, and they are as follows. Kailana, Mystic Missile, times two. Len, Hands of Healing, times two. Amazar, Door Denial, times two. Celeste, Hands of Healing, times two. Orson, Ventriloquist. Twyla, Hands of Healing, and Nim, Hands of Healing. The group resolves to cover as much distance as they can before the coming night arrives, bidding farewell to the Dungeon Wives, who, when the group departs, take their places once again alongside the pool in a secluded, hidden space deep within the Iron Realm. So if you haven't done so yet, why don't you go join the premium experience too? Find out ways to get the pre-releases, the Iron Realm patron bonus cast, and early releases of every episode of the show. You may find it's easier to become a supporter of the show than you ever thought possible with rewards surpassing even the wildest imaginings of your fever dreams. Patreon.com slash The Iron Realm. I'm looking forward to meeting you there. I have been your maze master, Abel Enzo. Remember, play hard or go home. Iron Realm! Good night, everyone.